0: Monday. Hey everybody, James here from BB Does Podcast And now we are back again for a daily movie review And I decided to carry on the short movies This time it's not a PSA Although technically it could be a P- PSA about obsessive behaviour Because I watched Will the Machine A 2017 movie uh, directed by Kent Lamb And starring uh, Chris Fornatoro uh, Fon- Fornatoro, yes Apologies if I got that wrong now, this movie is about a guy who uh, his whole life, his whole obsession is to play football. He, he absolutely adores it, but it's to the point of obsession where he's pushing people away. There's a, a few nuances in this too, uh, but I, re- I, I really enjoyed it. It really kept me thing. the only issue is it kind of ends before it could get good. And maybe it's me just watching too much horror, but I was honestly waiting for the big horror drop because I was kind of getting a lot of vibes. Uh, The main guy in this, I checked him. I thought it was the guy from... What's it called? The Purge. I thought it was the main guy from The Purge. You know, the one I'm talking about, the guy that knocks on the door. It's not. But I actually want to see if I can find more from this guy because generally i enjoyed his acting uh he really played up like his obsession with being the best football player and you see it with people uh his coaches coming up to him saying hey you know you gotta play with us and it's like we're gonna lose we're gonna lose if, if you're not without me and then you see this other scene where two kids are fighting and he pops out and from what i've been read I, I actually took a look at the comments just uh sometimes i like to check the comments to see stuff I may not have caught. And it makes sense in that this kid may have had a history of bullying and stuff like that. So uh, in this small 13 minute movie, they managed to pack in so much. It's just, unfortunately, it didn't really have an ending. It just kind of ends. And I could see what they were going for, but there was um, nothing to it. I, I, I would have liked to have seen an extra 10 minutes just to kind of uh, give a payoff because the whole thing happens is that he he meets his match. He meets this kid that's just uh, running along with him and having better t- times. And then he starts racing with him and then eventually starts talking to him and stuff happens. You, you've got to watch it just to understand it. But from there, I was kind of expecting his um, his... Obsession to get the better of him and eventually for him to turn invalid, which he it kind of ends in a way that's unsuspecting. Like I said, it's really well shot, it's really well done. It's just I'm I'm left with wanting more. I'm left with wanting more. I, I don't know how they could have ended it in a satisfying way because of the build up, but it I don't know, it's just it left me cold. Uh, so for my r- review for this. I'm going to give it two blanks. Uh, it is a mediocre movie. It's like kissing good. It's kissing good, even kissing great. But the ending, I I, I took a look down and then it was done uh, just briefly. I was like expecting there to be more. So it's a shame because everything else was good about this. So it's a two blanks movie. So see you guys tomorrow. Maybe another short movie. Who knows? And yeah. Like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do to help me uh, uh, get up there and hopefully get some screeners, you know. (laughs) Later, guys. Tuesday. Hey, everybody. James here for Beaver Does Podcast. Another daily movie review. And yes, I did promise to do another short movie, but something came along that I I realized is now on shutter, and I am very happy to give my review on this because this, in my opinion is one of my fav- favorite movies so far of the year. It is Psycho Goreman, a.k.a. P.G. Psycho Gorman, whatever you want to call it. It came out in 2020. It just recently received a Shudder release directed by Winnipeg director uh, Stephen Kostansky, who has done some of my favorite movies of recent times, including the Leprechaun uh, movie and also The Void which is a great creature feature. If you can try and find that movie, I really recommend it. Now, going into this, when I saw the trailer and I saw who was involved, I was pretty much already amped for it. And it didn't disappoint. Uh, This guy, when it comes to practical effects and fun, this guy is one of the most fun directors of recent times, in my opinion. Not because he's in the same city I, I live in, but... That does help, but just the love and attention that he puts to this stuff or the crazy intelligent creature designs that he puts in actually reminds me of a friend of mine named Vinko who does all these crazy comic designs. Uh, Definitely check him out. I'll try and uh, include a link in the description for his crazy designs because this gave me a similar vibe. Now for the movie itself, uh, fantastic. It's pretty much Power Rangers on steroids. It Pretty much has that whole style. Uh, If you're a a fan of the Japanese stuff, it's also Super Sentai and Kamen Rider on steroids. Uh, It pretty much takes that whole thing and has gore and violence and interesting little plot lines. Uh, The only issue I had going into this that stops it from being, you know, a five blanks is the little girl. Uh, almost. Too annoying at the start In that she is Potentially insufferable As she goes on But the thing is with this movie It kind of works because She ends up kind of Not going to come up in, But kind of learning her lesson And then from there It's for the character arc So that she kind of calms down and that. But everything else I really enjoyed the dad in this movie He's kind of a loser that's kind of the odd one out in his family in that they gang up on him and make him do stuff and he has to fake injuries just to get out of things he's a bit of a wimpy. he's kind of like your typical sitcom dad Uh, especially the dad in Modern Family the you know the one I'm talking about not Al Bundy but his son in law he kind of reminds me of him and even he gets a character moment the mom gets a character moment Uh, a lot of character moments but the main character Psycho Gorman. Uh, I absolutely love. I really like the way they developed it and that he's pretty much threatening to murder these children throughout the movie, but he can't because of a MacGuffin. And just wonder, there's there's a whole sequence uh, at the end where he's fighting assassins and just the wonderful characters, the wonderful designs and everything like that. uh, Just amazing to look at. And even down to uh, further on, they had a lot of fun. This actually, when I look at it, is almost like the beginnings of uh, Guillermo del Toro. If you remember that scene in Hellboy, I believe it was two, where they go to the marketplace and he has all these cool creature designs. It's very in tune with that in that he has these really interesting and varied ideas that are created. And they don't use CGI. They, this movie, when you watch it, you know 20 years from now I think it's still gonna hold up because they just look so effective they look so outworldly and stuff like that I it's real a lot of fun uh there is there is some moments where it does kind of grate on you especially uh the little girl um I think she did a good job though Uh, I think it was mainly from a uh, a character writing perspective but everything else that she did in this movie uh, worked especially for a character arc but it did it was a a rough few moments as it went on with her ego and stuff like that uh, which is mainly from writing not the little girl she did really well Uh, so for my review uh, it's definitely not a five it a five is a once in every blue moon I can't I can't justify giving this a five just because of the some of the annoying character arcs, you know, mainly from the, the main little girl. I can't believe I'm hitting a little girl. Jesus. But it is what it is. It's uh, my review, I guess. So I am going to give this a four blanks. Uh, great movie. Great. A lot of fun. If you're in for some schlocky fun, um, take your brain out of there. Just enjoy some great practical effects. This is the movie for you. This is a a great movie for me. Um, like, like I said, these reviews are purely from my perspective. And then, if you start to see that um, you know down the line that a lot of the things I say you guys agree with, then maybe you know when I when I start to review things, maybe it could get you to check it out in the future. That is the goal: is to kind of build a profile on what I like and what I don't like. So, other than that. Um, like and subscribe and if you've checked, actually my question of the day. I'm going to start doing a question of the day. My question of the day is what is one of your favorite practical effects in movies? Uh, comment down below and I will check you guys out tomorrow. Wednesday. Hey everybody, James here. Be podcast back for another daily movie review just want to uh, start this off by saying that Roger Boyer is the director of this short movie I'm about to talk about and that Roger is a good friend so my opinion may fall on the the positive because I know the guy and I, re- I really enjoy his work and stuff like that I just wanted to make sure that I'm 100% transparent so that at least everyone knows that you know opinions differ and mine more leans towards uh roger because i love the guy uh he's a he's a great friend a great ally uh a great contributor to my podcast so i just wanted to let that be known so i watched one of his first short movies that he made called the maintenance man it is about a gentleman who gets a job doing maintenance in an apartment building i believe he was just released from prison. It's kind of ambiguous, but it pretty much he's, a, he's been out of prison and he, uh, he tries to do his work. But unfortunately, because of an abusive uh, boyfriend, he has to step up and get revenge. Uh, that is pretty much the entire movie in a nutshell. But with uh, short movies, I'm actually starting to learn now that it's not. The story. I've got to stop focusing on the story and just focus on what these people uh, intended to show in these short movies. Uh, so maybe I should try and hold back on on like the the story itself and the quality of the work being shown. And now this, as I was watching it, and I really did enjoy it. Uh, you know, despite I I I, I did enjoy this. It, it actually gave me with the black and white transitions and stuff like that. It gave me American history X vibes, you know, with the, uh, some of the out of focus shots, which were intentional to kind of add to that. He's trying to work towards um, work, work towards an ends to a means that he, he needs to do this and that he's just got to focus and keep going. Unfortunately, because of outside forces, he's, having to deal with what is going on. Now, the star of this is a young man named Wab Canoe. He is the Manitoba NDP leader and he was impressive in this. I re- I've i often just seen him doing political talks and stuff like that. But in acting, like, he didn't say much, but he really did uh, convey the, the inner conflict that he was going through throughout this movie in that you could see him struggling. Like he doesn't want to go back to prison, but he doesn't want to see what's going on. Keep going on, and it was very impressive. Right, uh, in my opinion, the director really managed to focus on that. And there was a lot of long shots. And even the antagonist, the guy who is abusing his girlfriend, I really enjoyed that guy. That guy was a lot of fun. He really did convey the smarmy abusive dickhead in this movie. Uh, he I wanted to I wanted to punch him in this in this movie as I was watching it so he managed to get it across and everything else just some of the shots chosen stuff like that I even liked the way it ended this felt like uh if you ever watched Oz and you know those parts where it shows how they got went back went into prison this reminded me of a long form of that in itself it reminded me of a long form version of when people are convicted and i even liked uh, there's a final shot of a hammer and it turns red and then it goes into the credits and i thought that i wanted more i wanted to see i wanted to see him in like prison and have it be a prison drama because that's what it, it felt like a cold open to a prison drama and it was perfect it i really enjoyed this uh so as for my review uh just because of uh you know my 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 ties i'm gonna give this free blanks uh i can't give it great i can't give it f- five but i'm gonna give it uh, a good a good rating just because i really enjoyed the show like this uh and that's not even me saying it just because i know the guy it was generally this is why I continue to uh, talk to and support Roger because I know he has the talent to, to go big and I'm excited for his next work. I actually have a few in the can and my, my goal to the end of this uh, this whole year is to do everything Roger Boyer released because I, I am generally, I, I've known him as a friend first and now I'm getting to know him fully as a director and I'm enjoying his work even more. My respect is going up. Uh, if you know of anything, if any short movies you want you want me to check out, uh, be it local or just stuff you generally enjoy, please like a please like comment give give me an opinion. I always get back to everybody, and I will catch you guys tomorrow uh, Probably another short movie. Thursday. Hey everybody, James here from BB does podcast, and we are now back. For another daily movie review. And this one was something that kind of came out of left field. I was kind of struggling to find something to watch. Nothing new really. So I decided to give Amazon Prime a quick uh, look over. And I remembered I have this movie in my watch list. uh, Based on the cast alone and the idea. And so I decided to check it out. I watched 2019's. Jungle Land. It is a 2019 movie. It was directed by Max Winkler, also the son of Henry Winkler. It stars Charlie Hunnam, Jack O'Connell, Jessica Barden, and Jonathan Majors. And it has a premise that for me is something, if a movie has this premise or something like it, I am pretty much in 100%. It is about bare-knuckle boxing. I always kind of enjoy that. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of Bronson, uh, favorite part of Snatch, those kind of movies. I always love like the, the dingy, dark, underground fighting of, of it all. And so as I went into this, I was excited because I was with Jack O'Connell, who has been in such great movies like uh, Scar Up, Eden Lake. He's making a name for himself more and more. Uh, I remember him in This Is England, he also had a role in Skins, but I didn't watch that season, but I hear he was one of the best parts, and he's actually from a neighboring village uh, in England, from where I'm from, uh, he's from Derby, I'm I'm from Nottingham, which is considered a rivalry, but less, less against him than anything, uh, Charlie Hunnam, I really enjoy, he was great in undeclared he's fantastic in my opinion in sons of anarchy so i was definitely looking into this as i got into this i really i really wanted to enjoy it but to me this felt like a lesser version of the fighter with mark Wahlberg and christian bale it it pretty much almost beat for beat apart from the professional boxing aspect very much mirrors it Uh, it does have the crime and it a lot of these elements in this feel more like poor man stuff, like the Robert Patterson film where he plays a bank robber and has to go save his son. It kind of felt like that. Uh, it also, like the fighter and stuff like that. And as, as it continued on, I was enjoying the way things were being set up. But in my opinion, it kind of fell flat after a while. Uh, there's no likable characters in my opinion, apart from maybe Jack O'Connell's lion, but even then he's you know prone to violence and he just has a general attitude problem. There was nobody to, for me to really enjoy. Um, I did like the acting, but I don't know. I just it felt aimless. They and they were, it also disappointed me because Jungle Land is this big exhibition where. And the way it was set up, the way it was told, I was expecting it to be like this huge battle royal kind of thing where they're all fighting at once and stuff like that. But it just ends up at the end of the movie, just a a fight. Just the one fight and then he celebrates and that's it. I was really expecting to be this crazy big brawl because it's for like 100K. But instead it's just, like I said, one fight and done. Uh, There's a lack of fights in this. I know the whole intention was to do more of the uh, character aspects and the character aspects work. Uh, You know, it's about two two brothers who are struggling to make it in the world trying to rise up, but you know, their house, they have to crawl in through the window because they're so downtrodden. They have to get rid of their dog just to cross, you know, city lines and stuff like that. They have to fight people to get a car back and, they're constantly stacking the deck against them. And I don't know. I, I, I just found myself not caring, even, even though there are some good actors in this. I found myself just... And the whole thing with uh, Majors, I I wanted to see more of that character, but he, he disappears. like As soon as he does a handoff, I really would have preferred if he had more of a stake in this, just because he's a great actor. And it's such a shame that... They kind of just get rid of him at the end. Like there's nothing for him to do. And they kind of pass him on to some other guy. And I didn't get much menace from him compared to Jonathan Major's character in this movie. So for my review, it's not a bad movie, but uh it's not good. Uh it's a definitely a mediocre movie, a, a movie that I will probably forget after after I've done this review. Uh I've recommended it to a couple of people just off the cast alone, but other than that. I know they're going to enjoy it because they are kind of like me in that they can enjoy anything, but they don't have a critical eye like I do at times. Like I can enjoy everything, but critical eyes. Now, as for the next two days, that is actually a celebration. Uh, so here in Manitoba, Winnipeg, Canada, uh, whatever, whatever you want we are currently still in lockdown which means no fit but we are we do have a driving movie theater and I have discovered this weekend they are doing a showing of The Quiet Place 2 brand new movie super excited to go check it out so tomorrow's review is going to be a look at The Quiet Place which I have never actually seen I've made attempts to watch it but For some reason, it kept falling through. I was definitely interested in watching it, but as as it is, I was actually planning to watch it last year in in anticipation for the second one. But it is what it is. So I will be doing a review of The Quiet Place tomorrow and then the day after that. um, Actually, okay, scratch that. (sighs) I'm going to do one more review for something else. Saturday will be The Quiet Place, and Sunday will be The Quiet Place, too, just because I'm watching it Saturday night, so it'll be a Sunday review. Uh, Catch you later, guys. Sorry for the confusion. So, Friday, whatever review I think of, Saturday will be The Quiet Place, Sunday will be The Quiet Place, too. Catch you later, guys, and uh, I look forward to going back to the theater, finally. Jesus. Friday. Hey everybody, James here from Beaverdust Podcast. I uh, just to let you know that I uh, currently go through an injury, so you may hear uh, a bit of grunting from me. Uh, it's not fun, <laughs> but uh got to keep going, got to keep rocking and rolling. I'm thinking of just doing a non-video version of this. Uh, I'm going to try and keep this perfectly still as I record this, but I checked out 2019's the neighbor's window a short movie directed by marshall curry and it is a oscar winning short movie this is actually probably the first oscar winning short movie i've probably seen i might have seen some like short animation stuff that was before a pixar movie but other than that i've not really checked out anything and for my first one, like for my first live action, I was completely blown away by this movie, The Neighbor's Window. Uh, such a, such an interesting premise. Uh, it's pretty much, if you remember, the uh, in Friends where they would be focused on what the neighbor would be doing, it would be like kind of a, a gag that they would often do, the naked guy across the street. It's pretty much that. But instead of a naked guy, it's a hot young couple. And they notice that this couple are, like, pretty, like, living their best life. And then as the movie goes on, things start to happen. And it is honestly a real... This is one of my highest recommendations when it comes to these short movies because uh, it's shot beautifully. It's, like... Phew, I even, like, kind of got teared up watching this movie like this. I don't have to try and watch things just to, like, get an emotional reaction and stuff like that. And it made me, like, my ribs hurt. And that's why I, I teared up. So maybe it's just, like, the pain and just watching something like that. But, geez, this movie. Oh, so, so so well done. Like, I want to see more from this guy. Apparently, he was also nominated for another Academy Award Back in 2005 for something else, which in my opinion, I am actually going to uh, go check out based off the strength of this short. This short is well done. It's greatly paced. It has a really fun message. Uh, well, not really fun, but just like a really interesting take on a message uh, the, with the message being, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And it does it in so many interesting ways, and it's very emotional and heartfelt. And man, like I've, like I literally just watched this five minutes ago, and I really enjoyed the hell out of this. It is well deserved of its well deserved of its accolades and everything like that. Uh, and I'm going to include the, the link. I want everyone to watch this just because it is such a uh, fantastic short movie. And so I am actually going to give this five blanks. Like uh, I've like this is what this is like the first short movie to really like uh, connect movie in a way. So I am definitely wanting, you know, definitely, definitely check this out for. Uh, Five blanks um tomorrow and Sunday. It is going to be quiet place. I'm watching the first one tomorrow's And then I'm going to watch the second one right away. Like right after that. I'm pretty much going to watch the first one before I go to watch the second one. Uh so I will be giving my opinions over the next two days of that. And then after that, it is going to be Suzanne Week. She she gets to pick whatever I get to watch. And then uh hope for the best so catch you guys later and uh, be safe and check this movie out Saturday hey everybody James here from BVdos podcast back again with another daily movie review and it's been a while it's been a while in a few hours I am about to go on a journey uh an hour and a half out of town to go to a drive-in to watch a quiet place too. Uh it's something that I've super missed. It's something that's uh kind of my in a way my quiet place that I go to when you know I'm I'm not doing well or I need to relax and just do my own thing. I would often go to the movie theater and now I'm finally be able to go. It might be a while before I go again, unless there's something on. It actually kind of reminds me when I used to live in a small town, and they would have one movie a week, and sometimes I'd have to skip the week just because the movie was terrible so now i in relation to that, I watched the previous movie, which I've never actually seen. And I'm shocked I've never actually got around to doing it because I really enjoyed this movie. I watched A Quiet Place directed by John Krasinski, aka Jim from the office. It stars him, his wife, and Maleficent Simmons. And honestly, going in, I knew the movie was quiet because of the premise, but I was half expecting the movie. To actually break that rule in the middle There was a lot of setup for them to do A lot more talking segments than anything They, they showed that there's been a time jump And that there's a bunch of uh, soundproofing going on But they still stick to it, which was great It's a premise about monsters attacking the world We don't know where they came from Or who they are, or what their weaknesses are All we know is that if you make a sound, they kill everybody. And I was half, like I said, I was halfway expecting them to, because often with these movies, they break that rule because the writer is kind of lazy and can't get around it. And so has to make up some other excuse just so that they could do this uh, thing. But they carried it on. There was a few scenes with some dialogue, but it actually matters. And when... People make sounds; it counts. They it, a lot of it ends up counting. Uh, the The first sounds you hear are like nice moments between characters, um, and stuff like that, or like real tragic events and stuff, everything. And it's just you can really feel uh, the you can really feel the chemistry too between you know Jim Krasinski and his wife. Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt is great in this. Uh really powerful female character too. Like the stuff she goes through and the stuff she puts up with is fantastic. And also Maleficent Simmons. Uh, she is a deaf actress. And she everything she does in this movie, you can tell what she is feeling throughout. You know how she, what she's going through, and you know just her the way her face, you know, she facially shows and conveys her emotions. It works a hundred percent. If I'm hoping she has a career after these movies, I haven't seen much with her in it, but just from this alone, she's fantastic. Um, even the little boy, the little boy, the little boy in this doesn't get much to do, Uh, but yeah, he works in regards. He was kind of like left in the back background, if, if anything, but it was mainly that these three main characters that just shown above everybody else, Jim Krasinski uh, to go from Jim, you know, the kind of uh, good nature to being this serious character who is just trying to help his family is just, Fantastic. This this movie I'm the one thing I'm gonna put against it, but it kind of works for me now. If I watched this back in 2018, I would have been mad. The the whole last minute ending, drop it. Maybe there's a sequel, maybe not, would have annoyed the piss out of me, if I'm being honest. The the ending just kind of subtly ends, and sometimes it works. But with this, I was expecting a bit more. But considering like in a few hours I'm going to go watch the sequel, I'm cool with it. I'm I'm cool with it. I don't mind when they do it as long as they have a plan ahead to do a sequel. So uh, there we have it. So as for the review, as for the rating, uh, definitely not a five. Definitely not a five. Uh, Small bits here and there, but not too um not not too bad but like it just kind of hinders it like that ending if i'm being honest uh didn't work for me so this is going to be a four blanks movie and i'm very interested to see what the second one is like I, i actually intended to watch both these movies back to back in the theater uh last year unfortunately everything happened so it's kind of nice to go back it's we're getting closer to normal and it's kind of a nice feeling to go to the theater and just enjoy a good movie. And so, uh, my question for today, my question for today, for everybody is, uh, when you get to go to the cinema, what, what is going to be the first movie you see? Uh, also for a like, definitely subscribe. I, re- I do a review every day. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I've been doing some different editing ideas, I'm working on maybe doing like a a more of a long form review once in a while with like special editing just to kind of add a bit of fun and also try and improve my editing skill set. So I will check you guys tomorrow and you will hear from me. Actually, I'll probably as soon as I get home probably do the review. So you might see me in the same shirt. So you guys have a great one and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Sunday, everybody, James here from Beaver Does Podcast Back with a daily movie review And as you can see from me, I am fully refreshed I, uh, for the first time, went to a movie theatre in over a year And it felt so fucking good uh, Excuse my language, but it did I went to the Stardust Theatre in modern Manitoba Fantastic if you are in the area, definitely go check it out. Uh, it's my second time going. Last time I watched Empire Strikes Back. This time I went and it just felt good. Uh, we we was in our car. We chilled. We, list, we listened to the whole thing. Now, was the movie that we watched good? Yes, it was. I, I watched, as in evidence from yesterday, I watched A Quiet Place too. And directed by John Kras- Krasinski, he also uh, had sole writing credits for this. This time, uh, he is in the movie, but only in the kind of cold open of it. And in my opinion, he is kind of replaced by Killian Murphy in this, in that there is now a another character fulfilling the father role. And I'm going to be honest. This is on par with the first one. I really enjoyed it. I was super worried, though. I was very, very worried about what may happen with this because oftentimes a sequel will try and... Like my previous... uh, What I brought up yesterday was they have painted themselves into a corner with the whole silent thing. Is this movie gonna get bigger and louder just to fulfill and up everything? But it they they had they did make it a, a little bit louder, but it worked in the context. And it's it because if anything, like the first one was very they're trying to survive whereas at the end of that movie they now have options they have options for them to fight the monsters we also kind of discovered the origin of the monsters uh not very in depth but we kind of know where they came from which was pretty cool in that they kept they still held back and kept it in that but they let us know where they came from and just real fun uh the whole opening thing is the loudest part of the movie and it works. It, it works in the context. It's not destroying the whole uh, style of the movie and it's a perfect look in on what happened. The rest of the movie the the main character uh, who is played by let me see uh, Maleficent Simmons she is more at the f- at the front of this. She is in my opinion, the star of the show now. She is the main character. And what they do with her is really interesting. They also brought in kind of what happens in is kind of a trope now where humanity, when they go through things, they kind of have groups of crazies. Uh, they didn't really go too far. It's mainly for a sequence. But it's it's mentioned in its work towards that. And uh, sometimes that, especially with, like The Walking Dead, it can kill it uh, dead because it, re- whereas it still kept the monsters as the main threat of the movie throughout. Even so, they actually show how dangerous these are with just one, which is fantastic. Even though they, you know, spoiler alert for this for the first one if you haven't uh, make sure you uh, skip ahead or even just stop watch the movie and come back to this please because this is worth it but they do discover a way to, to kill the monsters to, talk, to weaken them enough and I do like how it's tied into why you know how they hunt us because they are super sensitive to sound so anything that they hear they immediately attack because it from what I interpret it as any sound they react negatively to. And so they jump in at that just to uh, get at them to stop the sounds. They, they want a silent earth. They want to kill everything so that they can just go about their business. And so much so that they've actually managed to weaponize it using the main character's hearing aid. And from there, they kind of expand on that and they actually improve it. And, as for the ending, the ending I really did enjoy. It. I actually prefer the ending it to this one than to the first one. The first one left me going, "God damn it! I'm glad. I'm so glad I'm watching this tomorrow rather than having to wait two, and then which ended up being three years for the next one. That's why I didn't really. Whereas this one, there's still some things dangling there." But it's still a good enough ending that you feel hope, and that if they ended it here, it would be okay. It would suck. I really do want to see a third movie, and get I guarantee, especially with some plot strands, it will happen. But it was still cool. I still really enjoyed the way the way they went about this. Killian uh, Murphy also really. Uh, Really brings it in this. I enjoy him a lot of stuff, and he is really good in this. I do feel like Emily Blunt in this movie was unfortunately sidelined quite a bit. She has quite a bit to do at at the beginning, but once the overall plot begins, she feels more like of an afterthought with a few bits here and there. Even the son, uh, he is more of an afterthought too there's a little bit of uh back and forth but it's m- the main focus is on uh Regan and Killian Murphy's character which is a shame because I I like all the characters I'm invested in every character brought on screen so as for my review I do it has a better ending than the first one but i do feel that it the first one has a better grip of the concept with the second one i feel it's slipping away from the concept in mind and it still works and for what it was but i i just feel it's lesser so my review i'm going to give it another 4 this is a you know a four blanks franchise now uh, i'm Really excited to see if they do a third one just to... Comp- I, I think this should be a trilogy. Apparently, there's a concept in mind. It was announced. Uh, There's going to be a spinoff too, which is cool, because i love to see more of this universe. And uh, so as for my question... Okay, so when I was watching this also, I got a lot of vibes from the video game The Last of Us. So what is a current franchise that is a that is out there now that when you see it you get you think of another franchise so like for me when i watch the quiet place i get a lot of vibes from last of us so uh, make sure you uh, comment that down below i'm going to try and get to all your comments apparently all my notifications suck because i only get them when i check so I will try my best to get back to you guys. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, like, subscribe, whatever. And I will see you next week as I begin Suzanne week. Uh, Suzanne is the name of my uh, my other half. She is uh, demanded. I watched seven movies of her choosing. <sighs> All right. And so far, some of the stuff is looking good. I'm going to begin that right now. Later, guys.